Let us open the precious word of God this morning to 2 Corinthians chapter 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. I shared this verse with you yesterday in the preparatory email. I want us to look at it again. We don't refer to it very often, but it deserves our attention. 2 Corinthians 13 and verse 5. Examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates? Examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates. The context of this verse is the Apostle Paul concluding a multi-chapter defense of himself against the accusations, criticism, and ridicule on the parts of some at the church at Corinth. If you look at some of the verses before this verse, and his defense runs all the way back to chapter 10, all of chapters 10, 11, and 12 are his defense of his ministry against the church at Corinth. And if you look at some of the verses earlier in this chapter and some of the verses following, he will be speaking of that defense. Corinth was Paul's church. Paul spent a couple of years there in Corinth, Acts chapter 18. Corinth had much people of God in it. The Lord appeared to Paul in a dream one night and told him to stay in the city because I have much people here. That's what we understand about election. God had his people already there in the city of Corinth. Paul ordered this examination of his own church, the vast majority of which were God's elect. If Paul did that for them, we should certainly pay attention to the exhortation and warning. Examining yourself is sometimes done for assurance. Sometimes it's done for growth in grace so that our lives are progressing like they ought to. But for both reasons, greater assurance of eternal life, making our calling and election sure, and growing in grace by measuring ourselves against past fruitfulness, both of them make examination a very important thing. Examination is careful inspection to find fault. When you examine something, you're looking for its faults. Think about buying a used car. When you examine a used car, you make a careful examination of it to see if you can find any faults that would keep you or suggest that you shouldn't buy it. If you buy something made of gold, you want to examine it, prove it, test it, try it, to make sure you're not buying something made of fool's gold. When you buy a watch, especially if you buy it from a street vendor or a a, a flea market or any other place like that, you want to make sure that it's a real watch and not a take-off from a real watch. You want to examine it very carefully and closely to see if it has faults or deficiencies. And that's what we're supposed to do by examining ourselves. The verse goes on to say, if Jesus is in you, then you're not a reprobate. The doctrine of reprobation 
which I had never heard of till I was about 20. The doctrine of reprobation is scriptural by the fact that we have the word reprobates here, and this isn't the only occurrence. Reprobation is the opposite of election. Election is God's choice to pick and favor some. They were elected to grace. Reprobation is God's choice to reject some. And so they're reprobated. They are rejected. And they're under His disfavor and judgment. We are, we cannot prove that we're not reprobates unless Jesus Christ is in us. How do we know Jesus Christ is in us? By letting others see Him through us. If Jesus Christ is in us, it should be reflected in the way we speak and act and treat others. If Jesus Christ is in us, do you have His faith? Constant, joyful faith in God His Father. Do you have His love toward God and toward others? Do you have His zeal? If Jesus Christ is in you, you should have the faith, love, and zeal of Jesus Christ. If Jesus Christ is in you, do you love holiness and righteousness? He did. The scepter of His kingdom is a righteous one. And God blessed Him with the Spirit above measure because He loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Psalm 45 and Hebrews chapter 1. Do you hate sin? If you don't, it's a flaw and a deficiency in your examination and you should be fearful because there isn't evidence of Christ in you. Do you love the least as He did? Jesus Christ loved publicans and harlots. He had no use for seminary graduates, scribes, Pharisees, Levites, and priests. Do you love the least? Reprobation is very real. Think about Matthew 25. Ten virgins. I know you not. The parable of the talents. Take from this slothful, worthless servant the one talent I gave him and give it to the man with ten and cast him into outer darkness where he can weep and gnash with his teeth. The picture of the Lord Jesus Christ coming with sheep on his right hand and goats on his left. What a terrible indictment was made. And the wicked were to pass into that place prepared for the devil and his angels. Reprobation is very real, and you read it in Matthew 25 three times. We need to repudiate all Arminian false confidence. The Arminians have affected us and they've conditioned us to comfort ourselves when we're not living out Jesus Christ by looking backward to find some moment or some period of time of a decision for Jesus. Because that is what they brainwash their followers with. That because you made a decision for Jesus in the past, you can live any way you want in the future, but that is not taught anywhere in the Bible. And we're going to get a load of it from John chapter 2 
today that that is not the measure of a child of God nor the evidence of eternal life. So you've got to repudiate all that. You cannot look back and say, there was a time where I loved Christ. You don't know if you loved Christ or not. You're talking out of a deceitful heart that you can't even come close to measuring. It is what you are now, not what you were then. And you can't speak of tomorrow because you don't even know what a day will bring forth. But what are you right now? Are you full of repentance, the acknowledging of His truth, and the embracing of Jesus Christ? Let's let Christ shine through us today. Let Jesus and His Spirit by which He comes and has fellowship with us shine through us with great godliness today. This is the Word of God. It's not one of the texts... Well, I shouldn't have said that. Robert Schuller and Joel Osteen have never used a text of the Bible. For those that do use a text once in a while, this is not one of the texts they choose to use. This does not get people happy unless they are the children of God and want to grow in grace before a holy God and a glorious Savior. It's a wonderful verse. Let's remember how we would check a used car, an item made of gold bought at a flea market, or a watch from a street vendor. You would be highly critical. You should be highly critical of yourself, lest we be reprobates. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, that glorious name which is above every name, that glorious name that means the Lord Jehovah is our Savior, we approach Thy holy throne. Heavenly Father, we are thankful that You have called us out of this world into this place this morning, and we're thankful for this text of warning that we ought to examine ourselves. Heavenly Father, forgive us the past. Heavenly Father, help us to forget and not worry, be anxious or careful about the future. We are Yours right now. Again, help us to forget the future and forgive us our past. Holy Father, we know that Thou art our Creator and the only God. Thou art the living and true God. There is no God beside Thee. Thou art the holy God. You inhabit eternity. You are invisible, immortal, and the only wise God. We love Thee and we worship Thee. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us our sinfulness. And have mercy upon us. We thank Thee through Jesus Christ our Lord for Thy only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We believe that He is Thy Son by special miraculous incarnation in the womb of a virgin. And we bless and praise His glorious name. We're thankful for that name of Jesus. We're thankful that You sent Him into the world to lay down His life for His sheep. We're thankful that He was willing to do so. We're thankful that He took His life again and You raised Him from the dead. That He sits at Your right hand 
perpetually making intercession for us. Our salvation is absolutely certain if we're one of your elect. Help us this day, Heavenly Father, to examine ourselves that we might make our calling, which we have prayed already, and our election, which we have just mentioned, sure to our hearts. We know that it is sure in heaven. We want to make it sure in our hearts. Help us, Heavenly Father. We are blessed to be here. We're thankful. We're excited. We're looking forward to worshiping Thee in the prescribed manner of the New Testament. Help us and keep us following Thee according to the due order and forgive anything outside it, Lord, for we do not see it. If there are any high places, do not leave us with perfect hearts. Show us those high places and we will tear them down. We pray for your servants and saints throughout the earth that you will be with them in every way that we ask thee to be with us. We thank thee for our government and its rulers and pray and supplicate and intercede on their behalf that you will give them wisdom and direct them and cause them to legislate and enforce things that would be to the protection and prosperity of your children in this nation. Heavenly Father, the nation deserves to be destroyed at least as much as Sodom and Gomorrah. But for the sake of the righteous within it, please preserve its days. You would have saved Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities of the plain for ten righteous souls. There are four more than, far more than that in America, O Lord, have mercy upon it. We thank Thee, Heavenly Father, for Thy precious Word. We thank Thee for the permanent, indwelling, and abounding presence of the Holy Spirit. And we pray that in the next few minutes and hours that we have together, that You will come among us and walk around this golden candlestick and all other candlesticks, and that You'll hold this star, and You'll hold all other stars in Your right hand and bless their feeble efforts this day. Keep us from anything in the flesh, anything that would be frivolous, anything that would be foolish. Grant that all might be done in the beauty of holiness. Have mercy upon us, Heavenly Father. We look to Thee for a blessing. If You bless us, we shall be blessed. If You withhold, this will be in vain. Be with us now, we ask. In the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and amen. Amen.